0: And good afternoon. You're listening to Ken Hudnall, This is the Ken Hudnall Show. Coming to you from our studios right here in exciting El Paso, Texas. Gateway to the old west and the most haunted city in the country. Well this is September fifteenth, two fifty-eighth day of the year. Hundred and seven days remain to the year's over with. As for holidays observances that y'all have asked me to talk about. Butterscotch Cinnamon Pie Day. Costa Rica Independence Day. El Salvador Independence Day. Felt Hat Day. Greenpeace Day. Guatemala Independence Day. Honduras Independence Day. International Day of Democracy. International Dot Day. Make a Hat Day. Uh, Martyrdom of Imam Riza. Uh, National Africa Civility Day. National Cheese Toast Day. National Concussion Awareness Day. National Cream to Mint Day. National Custom Framing Day. National DARE Day. Uh, that's uh, preventing drug abuse. National Doodle Day. National Double Cheeseburger Day, National Google.com Day, National Anguini Day, National Malcolm Day, National Online Learning Day, National P.O.W.M.I.A. Day, National Reuben Day, the individual not the sandwich, National Tackle Kids Cancer Day, National Tradesman Day. Rosh Hashanah, the uh, Jewish New Year, uh, Shout of Dolores, uh, World Afro Day, and World Engineer Day. Alrighty. In 944 AD, major fight victory over the Byzantine Empire at the Battle of Orantes. 1440. Carlos de Reyes, one of the earliest known serial killers, is taken into custody upon a accusation brought against him by Jean de Meldesjoint, the Bishop of Nantes. Uh, 1530 appearance of the miraculous portrait of Saint Dominic in Soriano, in Soriano Calabro, Calabria, Italy, commemorated as a feast day by the Roman Catholic Church. Up uh, through 1912. Uh, 1556 departing from. Listen, to Next, Holy Roman Emperor, Charles V, returns to Spain. 1762, Seven Years War, Battle of Signal Hill. 1776, American Revolutionary War. British forces land at Kipps Bay during the New York Campaign. 1789, the U.S. Department of Foreign Affairs, established by law in July, is renamed the Department of State, given a variety of domestic duties. Uh, seventeen ninety four French revolutionary Wars. Arthur Wellesley, later Duke of Wellington, sees his first combat at the Battle of Boxtel during the Flanders campaign. seventeen ninety five Britain seizes the Dutch Cape Colony in southern Africa to prevent its use by the Batavian Republic. eighteen twelve the Grand army under Napoleon reaches the Kremlin in Moscow during the failed French invasion of Russia. 1812 War of 1812, second supply train sent to relieve Fort Harrison was ambushed in the attack at the Narrows. 1813 Followers of the Trigum sect loyal to the Lin King attacked the Forbidden City on a failed attempt to oust the Jianging uh, Emperor of the Qing Dynasty. The uh... 1816, HMS uh, Whiting runs aground on the Dune Bar. 1820, Constitutionalist Revolution in Lisbon, Portugal. 1821, the Captaincy General of Guatemala declares independence from Spain. 1830, the Liverpool to Manchester railway line opens up. British MP William Huskisson becomes the first widely reported railway passenger, fatally uh, fatality when he's uh, struck and killed by the locomotive Rocket. 1835, HMS Beagle with Charles Darwin on board reaches the Galapagos Islands, ship lands in Chatham or San Cristobal, the easternmost of the uh, archipelago. 1862, American Civil War. Confederate forces capture Harper's Ferry, Virginia. Uh, It's now Harper's Ferry, West Virginia. 1873. Franco-Prussian War. Last Imperial German Army troops leave France on completion of payment of indemnity. 1894 First Sino-Japanese War. Japan feats the King, defeats the King Dynasty of the uh, Battle of Pyongyang. Uh, 1915 New Culture Movement. Chen Duxiu establishes the new youth magazine in Shanghai. 1916, World War I. Tanks are used for the first time in battle at the Battle of the Somme. 1918, World War I. Allied troops break through the Bulgarian defenses on the Macedonian front. 1935, Nazi Germany adopts a new national flag bearing a swastika. 1940, World War II. The climax of the Battle of Britain when the Luftwaffe launches its largest and most concentrated attack of the entire campaign on this date 1940. 1942, World War II, U.S. Navy aircraft carrier USS Wasp is sunk by the Japanese torpedoes at Guadalcanal. 1944, Franklin D. Roosevelt and Winston Churchill meet in Quebec, part of the Octagon Conference to discuss strategy. 1944, Battle of Peleliu begins as the U.S. Marine Corps' First Marine Division and the U.S. Army's 81st Infantry Division hit white and orange beaches under heavy fire from Japanese infantry and artillery. 1945, a hurricane strikes southern Florida and the Bahamas, destroying 386 uh, excuse me 366 airplanes and 25 blimps at Naval Air Station Richmond. 1947, Typhoon Catherine hit the Kantu region in uh, Japan, killing a 1, thousand and seventy seven. Nineteen forty eight, the Indian Army captures the town of Jana, Latour, Maminabad, Suriapel, and Arkatapali as part of Operation Polo. Nineteen forty eight also saw the F eighty six Sabre set the world aircraft speed record at six hundred and seventy one miles per hour. Nineteen fifty, Korean War. U.S. 10th Corps lands at uh, Inchon. 1952, the U.S. United Nations cedes uh, Eritrea to Ethiopia. 1954, Melvin Monroe's iconic skirt scene is shot during filming for the seven-year inch. 1958, a Central Railroad and New Jersey commuter train runs through an open drawbridge at the Newark Bay, killing 48 people. 1959, Nikita Nikita Khrushchev becomes the first Soviet leader to visit the U.S. 1962, the Soviet ship Poltava heads toward Cuba, one of the events that sets into motion the Cuban Missile Crisis. 1963, Baptist Church bombing, four children killed in the bombing of an African American church in Birmingham, Alabama. 1966, President Lyndon B. Johnson, the man who would be king, Responding to a sniper attack at the University of Texas at Austin writes a letter to Congress urging the enactment of gun control legislation. Yeah, instead of controlling the nuts, let's control the guns. Jesus. 1968 Soviet Zon 5 spaceship is launched, becoming the first spacecraft to fly around the moon or enter the Earth's atmosphere. 1971, the first Greenpeace ship departs Vancouver to protest against the upcoming Kanakan nuclear weapons test in Alaska. 1972, a Scandinavian Airlines system, a domestic flight from Gothenburg to Stockholm, is hijacked and flown to Malmo Botolta uh, Airport. 1974, Air Vietnam Flight 706 is hijacked and crashes while attempting to land with 75 people on board. 1975, the French Department of Course, the entire island of Corsica, is divided into two. Haute Course, Upper Corsica, and Course du Sud, Southern Corsica. 1978, at the Superdome in New Orleans. Muhammad Ali outpoints Leon Spinks in a rematch to become the first boxer to win the World Heavyweight title three times. 1981, Senate Judiciary Committee unanimously approved Sandra Day O'Connor to become the first female justice of the Supreme Court of the United States. I met her after she retired. Can't say she was a sparkling personality even then. Nice lady, though. Um nineteen eighty one, the John Bull becomes the oldest operable steam locomotive in the world when the Smithsonian Institution operates it under its own power outside of Washington DC. 1983, Israeli Prime Minister Menachem Begin resigns on this date. 1995, Malaysia Airlines Flight 2133 crashes at Tawala Airport, in Malaysia, killing 34. 2001, during a kart race at the Lositzing in Germany, former Formula One driver Alex Zanardi suffers a heavy accident, resulting in him losing both his legs. 2004, National Hockey League Commissioner. Gary Beltman announces lockout of the Players' Union and cessation of operations by the NHL head office. 2008, Lehman Brothers files Chapter 11 bankruptcy, the largest bankruptcy filing in U.S. history. 2011, four miners are killed in the Glacier Colliery mining accident in the Swansea Valley in Wales in the U.K. 2017, the Parsons Green Bombing takes place in London. And in 2020, signing of the Bahrain-Israeli normalization agreement occurs in Washington, D.C., normalizing relations between Israel and the two Arab nations, the United Arab Emirates and Bahrain. Okay. All that having been said, we're going to talk about some other Mysterious places on this planet. The, um, let's see. I gotta go through my papers here and find where I left off. Well, we've got Pictish stones in Scotland. that you know, the the, the Picts had a sophisticated menu, and yet secret culture. You know, scattered all across the Scottish Highlands are attention-grabbing Pictish stones that boast ornate uh, carvings depicting various scenes and symbols. These are monuments vary in size with the largest of them measuring seven feet in height. According to the online publication history hit earliest stones appear to have been carved in the 6th century. Now the Picts renowned for constructing magnificent standing stones adorned with um, mysterious symbols are an enigmatic group from Scotland's past. They also covered their bodies with tattoos and blue paint which explains their name, which in Latin means the Painted Ones. This group uh, remains surrounded in mystery, as historians know very little about the civilization and can only theorize about the purpose of these stones. You know, The Pictish people expressed their rich culture and beliefs through a unique system of symbols that were categorized into three distinct groups. Geometric, animal, and everyday objects. And these symbols are often found in pairs, and there are about 50 known Pictish symbols that have been documented so far. The symbolic system is a testament to the sophistication and creativity of the Pictish people. It provides uh, limited insights into their way of life. Over 200 of these uh, carved slabs have been found across Scotland and stories sitting in their ivory towers have proposed uh, several possible purposes for their creation. It's been suggested they have functioned as markers for territorial boundaries, as a method of documenting marriage agreements, or maybe used to depict Pictish ranks and names. Some even seem to commemorate great battles. And Although theories abound and research continues, there's a lot about these mysterious carvings we'll probably never know. You know there's a lot of historic mysteries that uh, just absolutely baffle uh, the imagination. For example, the Roman Ninth Legion. Well, from Scotland Let's go back to South America, to Peru. Uh Peru's home to several puzzling secrets and curiosities. The Sahuit archaeological site, a sacred Incan worship site. One of the most mysterious. The stone Stoner monolith is an enigmatic boulder adorned with numerous intricate carvings. stands out as its most remarkable feature, more than 200 geometric and zoomorphic figures. They primarily depict reptiles and felines and serpents and frogs, but these figures have been carefully carved into the surface of this rock. Uh, Taken as a group, these carvings bear a resemblance to a three-dimensional relief map of an ancient city according to the online publication, The Amusing Planet. Some scholars and scientists believe the Sahuit Stone was created as a miniature representation of the entire Incan Empire, which thrived in South America in the 14th and 15th century. Other researchers feel the Sahuit Stone was a Created a function as a working water model to facilitate the design, testing, and documentation of flow characteristics for irrigation and uh, other water-related endeavors. While serving as a tool to educate ancient engineers and technicians on the principles and techniques of their craft. But the true meaning and purpose of this boulder still eludes um, experts today. You know, there's another famous stone that actually cracked an ancient code. And that was a Rosetta stone. It featured a pri- priestly decree about uh, King Ptolemy V in 196 B.C. It's a remarkable ancient artifact that's uh, played a crucial role in deciphering one of the world's most mysterious scripts, Egyptian hieroglyphics. Discovered by a French soldier during the Napoleon Bonaparte's campaign in Egypt, this stone contains a message written in three different scripts. Ancient Greek, Demotic, and Hieroglyphics. For centuries, scholars puzzled over hieroglyphics, unable to decipher them due to the script's complex nature. But thanks to the Rosetta Stone, all that changed. September 14, 1822, it's rumored that French scholar Jean-Francois, Champollion burst through the doors of his brother's office, declaring, uh, I've got it, For collapsing from exhaustion. He'd unlocked the secret of the hieroglyphics. He did it by comparing the hieroglyphs to their corresponding uh, names in the Greek text, that uh, the message on the stone was the the same written in three different languages. This groundbreaking uh, discovery unleashed a new era of understanding of ancient Egypt. Now symbolizes the power of human curiosity, uh, ingenuity, and perseverance. The, um, there's also something else called uh, the devil's Bible. And uh, it's considered a medieval marvel with a mysterious message. The Codex Gigas, no more commonly as the Devil's Bible, is widely considered to be the world's largest preserved medieval manuscript. It's three feet tall, a total of 620 pages, written in Latin. It's 310 uh, leaves, double-sided, and bound with wooden boards covered in leather and ornate metal fittings. It's 165 13th century artifact and it's from all accounts it's truly awe inspiring Devil's Bible was clearly intended to be preserved as a historical document it contains a range of historical texts such as the Christian Bible an encyclopedia by St. Isidore Seville the Jewish War the Antiquities and the Chronicle of the uh, Czechs by uh, Cosmas Bohemian Monk it also includes uh, shorter text on topics such as uh, exorcisms and grammar and medical works. Now, the author of this remarkable document is thought to be a um, lone monk who lived in Bohemia. Legend says he completed the entire work in one night thanks to a deal he made with the devil. National Library of Sweden believes the work may have taken as long as twenty to thirty years to complete. Devil's Bible uh, holds one particular unique feature, a single page that has defied comprehension, tucked away inside its covers. This plate across the entire page is a vivid 20-inch high illustration of the Dark Lord himself opposite a page de- uh, depicting the Kingdom of Heaven. It's a strange and dark addition to its uh, sacred pages. No shortage of conjecture, as you might imagine, both credible and improbable regarding uh, how the most profane being imaginable found its place in this highly revered manuscript. Uh, But any definitive explanation is certainly just guesswork. According to the uh, ongoing mystery, there are a series of missing pages cut from the the back of the book. Unless these pages happen to one day resurface, the mystery of its contents is probably going to remain unsolved. Let's see what else we got. How about... The Phaistos Disc, which is a defied translation. It's a 4,000-year-old artifact in a cryptic language. Discovered in 1908 by Italian archaeologist Luigi Pernier, the Phaistos Disc, a 4,000-year-old circle made of baked clay measuring about 16 centimeters in diameter, was unearthed on the Greek island of Crete in the Minoan Palace of Phaistos. This puzzling artifact believed to date back to the Minoan Bronze Age in the second millennium BC is inscribed with spiraling symbols. Uh, 241 to be exact. Along with the 45 specific signs, including dots and dashes that have long puzzled scholars and scientists. And only have the symbols been. Uh, incredibly difficult to decipher for linguistic experts, but the language itself has been subject to a lot of debate for over a, a century. According to the Discovery Channel, uh, UK, the symbols on the Fiestos uh, disk have been attributed to an astounding array of languages ranging from a writing system, Linear A, Mycenaean Linear B, Anatolian and Egyptian hieroglyphics, scientific and even Indo-European ones. Discovery notes that uh, symbols on the disc appear to have been uh, imprinted into the clay, likely with uh, movable components like uh, metal stamps or seals before it was baked. Makes it an unusual creation, considered to be the earliest known example of movable type. Technique that would be seen again until Gutenberg's Bible came around in 1450. Uh, as to what it commemor- uh, communicates, scholars have been s- speculated the this could be a poem, a prayer, even a court list. But until somebody deciphers it, the possibilities are certainly endless. Well, let's talk about a uh, cryptographic conundrum. That doesn't seem to have any end in sight. The Rohonk Enigma. As far as ancient manuscripts go, the Rahonk, R-O-H-O-N-C, Codex, still baffles historians and scholars to this day. With over 200 years worth of attempts to decipher the mysterious text sprawled across its 448 pages, we're still no closer to discovering the language or writing system, its meaning, or even who wrote it. Even the origin of the manuscript remains unknown. The finally written illustrated codex bears the name of the Hungarian city it was associated with uh, as it was housed there until it was eventually donated to the Hungarian Academy of Sciences in eighteen thirty eight by uh, Count uh, Bartiani beyond this, not much is known about the codex beyond uh, various spectacular um, speculation from those enticed by its uh, puzzling pages. If uh, Gustav, that was the first name of the count that donated it, ever divulged any information as to how this book got into his possession or any information about its uh, cryptic text, that information has been lost to the past. You know, if you examine the document, there are approximately 800 different symbols used on, within the pages of this book, which is roughly 10 times greater the number of symbols than any known alphabet. But since the majority of the symbols are used infrequently, it's possible they don't actually form a standard alphabet, or rather a syllabary or logographic system, similar to the Chinese, cryptic text is also accompanied by about 90 pages of illustrations that depict uh, Christian, pagan, and even Muslim religious, secular, and military scenes. The online publication Amusing Planets suggests a place of origin where these uh, religions existed simultaneously as evidenced by the presence of symbols such as crosses and the crescent and the sun or swastika. Also, been some speculation the codex may in fact be a hoax or a forgery. That's the fallback position we, when, uh, ivory tower scientists don't decide to go with the uh, religion uh, basis. But for now, the entire mystery is unsolved. Now, one that I've done a little bit of research on is the Voynich manuscript. Came from the Holy Roman Emperor's library. Uh, Flip through the 240 or so uh, vellum-bound pages of the 600-year-old Voynich manuscript, and you'll see some very strange characters—the glyphs of a language completely unknown to the modern world. Nobody alive today can understand a word of what's written inside. Too much work went into this fantastic piece of art for it uh, to be complete nonsense. Alongside the indecipherable text, this uh, medieval codex is filled with uh, captivating illustrations that range from fanciful and imaginative to downright bizarre, making scholars all the more eager to uh, unlock its secrets. In numerous naked and possibly pregnant women, frolicking in the water, flowers that have no similarities to earthly flora, Um, astrological and astronomical symbols and odd creatures such as a species that roughly resembles a jellyfish, clusters of roots that uh, imitate the shapes of animals and uh, human organs and other oddities like uh, two detached heads with annoyed expressions. Some experts believe the manuscript is some sort of women's health guide, and ivory tower scientists today are attempting to use artificial intelligence to crack the code, so far without any success. The author of this medieval codex, written somewhere in Central Europe in the 15th century, is as mysterious as the writing itself. The book isn't titled, gets its name from the rare book dealer, Wilfred Voynick, who rediscovered this text in 1912. Before the rediscovery, the Voynich Manuscript uh, had a storied and mysterious trail vanishing and reappearing at multiple times and places over the centuries. According to National Geographic, it was once held in the library of the Holy Roman Emperor Rudolf II. It made an appearance in a secret uh, book sale organized by the Society of Jesus in Rome in 1903. And it's almost as if this little book had a mind of its own perhaps that's another secret we haven't yet uh, unraveled. Well, from the Voynich Manuscript, let's talk about the Rungorongo mystery. uh, Rediscovered on a set of carved wooden tablets back in the 19th century on Easter Island, famously home to those mysterious giant stone heads, Rungorongo is a Unique writing system: the only ancient writing system that's ever been found in Polynesia. The tablet contains about 120 symbols derived from nature, including fish and plants and vegetables. But that's just the beginning of the, the cipher. The Rangarongo script features more than 450 variations, which can be further expanded uh, to form thousands of complex compound symbols. A wide array of stylized glyphs represent human forms and plants and animals, as well as more abstract symbols like crosses and circles and chevrons. It's difficult to know for sure, but historians estimate the tablets might have been created around the 13th century. Possible meanings of the complex language behind the carved glyphs have uh, scientists and researchers and cartographers stumped. Explorers' uh, Webb reports that the mysterious Rongo Rongo text is uh, likely uh, mnemonic by nature, prevailing belief being that the uh, script holds significant religious importance. Symbols may have been uh, indicative of the uh, Rapa Nui culture worldwide, which emphasized the significance of the natural world, deities, and the cosmos, but uh, Rapa Nui oral history relates that it... uh, only select elites were uh, literate. Some scholars believe deciphering the enigmatic writing of the Rongo, Rongo could uh, even provide insight into what led to the mysterious decline of the ancient uh, Easter Island civilization. That would actually solve two mysteries at once. Like a number of other civilizations, they just literally vanished for no uh, logical reason. And let's talk about the Sumerian king list. It's on the roster of mythical gods and human royalty. You know, well before the the advent of uh, human civilization as we know it, the Sumerian king list, a collection of fragmented clay tablets with cuneiform inscriptions, spoke of mythical kings akin to gods and historical human monarchs that actually existed. This list... Strangely enough, starts about 266,000 years in the past, well before human civilization is supposed to have begun. This unusual, fascinating blend of ancient history and myth listed the kings of Sumer and neighboring dynasties providing an interesting look at ancient Mesopotamia's colorful past. The list claims that the kingship had descended from heaven. Notes the online publication, uh, Joy of... uh, museums with many figures uh, supposedly ruling for tens of thousands of years, showing just how revered their rulers were, whether they were mythical or human. Uh, The closer you get to the end of the list, the easier it is to confirm which of these figures really existed by cross-referencing it with other existing documentation. Until relatively recently, the prevailing belief among scientists was that all human DNA could be traced back to a single African ancestor who lived tens of thousands of years ago. That's much ranging between 60 and 200,000 years back. But history, uh, <coughs> excuse me, was essentially rewritten in one single moment, when Albert uh, Perry decided to take a DNA test. Within his, within his DNA was a hidden secret in the form of a uniquely distinctive Y chromosome, which is absent from the majority of the current human population. This test connected him to an ancestor who lived approximately 338,000 years ago, for the era in which these supposed Sumerian kings would have lived and ruled over a civilization. And discoveries like this pose the following question Does the Sumerian King's List, along with Albert Perry's DNA, provide evidence of a lost human civilization? Well, the Ivory Tower scientists say no. But reality says very possibly. Well, let's talk about a, another unknown language that uh, has been finally understood. So, rather Evans. English archaeologists discovered uh, close to 3,000 tablets on the Greek island of Crete during the early 1900s. According to Online Resource uh, Open Culture, these tablets were inscribed in an unknown language he had never before encountered, and his extensive efforts to decrypt it were ultimately unsuccessful. But even after his death, the work continued. And Two modern scholars, uh, Alice Coburn and Michael Ventress, were the... Largely uh, to thank for our under- current understanding of the script that Evans called Linear B. A century before the Greek uh, alphabet came into existence, Linear B was used as a writing system Is now regarded as the most ancient known form of the Greek language, disappearing with the fall of uh, Mycenaean civilization and literacy during the Late Bronze Age. Its predecessor, Linear A, is yet to be deciphered with its messages still lost to time. The Linear B script, dating from about 1400 B.C. to 1200 B.C., was derived from Linear A, which was originally used by the Minoans and later adopted by the Mycenaean Greeks about uh, 1600 B.C. The language used in Linear B is a variant of the Mycenaean Greek alphabet and dialect and apparently had a specific use in the Mycenaean palaces, namely for the purpose of economic administration about dedicated scholars, linguists, and researchers, the meaning of linear B would remain a mystery, leaving us in the dark about the lives of the ancient Greeks as well as their culture and practices. However, it is clear from everything that has been discovered that we don't know diddly about uh, the history of civilization on this planet. Well, from Creed, let's turn to Gobekli Tepe, the mysterious megalith uncovered in what may be the world's first temple. Uh, give a message if we can figure it out. Gobekli Tepe has been shrouded in mystery since its discovery. Predating Stonehenge, this ancient site may actually hold insights into early human society and the development of religion but it's puzzled scientists and researchers for years. Located in southeastern uh, Turkey, Gobekli Tepe is a megalithic site of immense significance. It's been regarded as one of the most fascinating and mysterious archaeological discoveries to date. Upon its official discovery and excavation in 1994, the site revealed a stunning display of carefully etched massive T-shaped stone pillars made with uh, Laser-like precision, intricate designs of abstract symbols, people, depictions of animals like uh, snakes and foxes and gazelles uh, scale the pillars. Site features curious enclosures, both circular and rectangular, seemingly converging toward a central point in certain areas. And these pillars cast a towering presence, some stand as high as 16 to 18 feet, with paths and pits surrounding them. The weight of these limestone slabs ranging from 7 to 10 tons adds to this remarkable uh, feat of engineering undertaken by prehistoric people of the region. According to the Human Origin Project, Gobekli Tepe spans an area larger than 12 football fields, making it over 50 times larger than the Stonehenge. Oddly enough, it seems to have been intentionally buried, maybe part of the plan from the very beginning the Tepe, according to uh, our understanding of early human societies and developments, should not exist. Dating indicates these structures are more than 11,000 years old, making them some of the earliest monumental structures known to humanity. Older than Stonehenge. Um, by um, about 6,000 years. According to the BBC, archaeological analysis shows the site predates the invention of agriculture, indicating it was built by hunter-gatherers who had yet to develop pottery or writing or metal tools, evidenced by the stone tools discovered and dated in the area. It's been a wildly held belief among scholars that only with the advent of farming and subtle communities could people have had the resources, organization, and leisure time needed to construct temples and support an intricate social structure. But it appears our understanding of the development of human civilization societies is flawed as thousands of animal bones belonging to a wild species rather than domesticated uh, uh, species were unearthed during the excavation. There was a notable absence of evidence when it came to domesticated grains or plants. It appears the monoliths were constructed through a massive well-coordinated effort that in a literal sense formed the foundation for the emergence of complex societies. This ancient uh, architecture is now visible above ground according to ground penetrating radar and geometric surveys used to scan the area Is just the tip of the iceberg. According to Spassoni magazine, beyond the one-acre excavation site are at least 16 additional megalithic rings spread across 22 acres that still remain buried unexplored. Meaning the current excavation area represents less than 5% of the entire site. Take more than half a century before the entire area is unearthed. Back in the 1960s, a survey of the region was conducted by anthropologists, but according to Smithsonian Magazine, the broken limestone slabs found on the site were initially mistaken for a medieval graveyard and summarily dismissed, which is typical of every tower scientist, leaving the structures buried below. Uh, our feet for another three decades before the region's spectacular history could be unearthed. Galakli Tepe was massive enough to have been a city, but no evidence of our ancient ancestors permanently residing on the the summit has yet been uncovered. This has led archaeologists to believe that Galakli Tepe was a sacred pe- uh, place of worship. Very well could be talking about the world's uh, very first temple. This is the first human-built holy place, according to German archaeologist Klaus Schmidt, who spent more than a decade working on the site. Historians reached this uh, conclusion not only from the architectural layout, carved ritualistic imagery, and the lack of evidence indicating permanent residency. Though there was some evidence of um, housing surrounding the temple, but also from what's been found inside Gobekli Tepe uh, Landfill. Had a conducive quantity of bones belonging to various wild species found in the buried rubble, signify that uh, massive feasts were held there, which were a common activity in realistic societies, ritualistic societies, I'm sorry. According to National Geographic, colossal stone receptacles that could have been contained liquid in excess of 40 gallons were found on the site, maybe used to store early forms of beer as a complement to their feast. There's a possibility this was uh, treated as a communal gathering around the uh, ground as well. Perched atop a man-made summit, it commands an impressive panoramic view of the surrounding mountains and the southern plains. It's a landmark. It's no accident they uh, gathered there, according to German Archaeological Institute archaeologist, Jens Nutroff. He studied these types of monuments extensively. You know, the area today is a, (coughs) excuse me, barren brown terrain with no distinguishing features as a result of centuries worth of intense farming and settlement. In the days of the ancient builders residing there, this prehistoric landscape would have presented a stunning vista to its inhabitants. Wild herds of grazing gazelles meandering rivers. Uh, That uh, there were then migrating geese and ducks, abundant fruit and nut trees, and fields of wild barley and wheat uh, varieties like uh, emmer and ankhorn uh, waving in the wind. And all that scene, although that scene may sound bucolic, National Geographic reports that evidence has also been found uh, of their uh, love for dangling carved human skulls from ropes, even amidst the beauty of nature of Gobekli Tepe, where. Reminded of humanity's knack for peculiar rituals, adding the unexpected sinister touch to what's an otherwise idyllic scene, you have to ask yourself you know, the heaviest pillars uh, found at Gobekli Tepe go as high as 10 tons. So, what else weighs a ton? Well, the whale shark, on average, whale sharks weigh of 9 to 10 tons, although they can weigh double this amount if they're successful hunters. Despite their intense size, though, whale sharks feed mainly on small fish and plankton. Then there's the African elephant. The title of the largest land mammal on Earth goes to elephants, without any doubt. These majestic animals possess a massive build with African elephants tipping the scales at up to seven tons as much as the ancient gobekli tepe standing stones then we begin 1991 discovery at a fossil site in canada led to researchers determining that the biggest tyrannosaurus rex specimen ever found weighed in at an estimated 9.8 tons significantly heavier than what uh, paleontologists police uh, previously assumed Then we've got the U.S. presidential Cadillac, nicknamed the Beast. That's the official state car of the President of the United States. It actually weighs between 8 and 10 tons. Reportedly, it boasts pump-action shotguns, rocket-propelled grenades, night vision geared, tear gas canisters on board, but the real pound-packer's extensive body army on the car to protect its occupant. And you've got to be that concerned about your safety from your own people. You're doing something wrong. And regardless of which of these 10-ton items you use for comparison, the point remains that prehistoric people, limited tools at their disposal, somehow managed to lift and move pieces of stone as big as any of those. Which is absolutely fascinating. How did they do it? Well, I scientists said, well, you know, they took trees and used them as rollers, and they had ropes, and they enslaved populations to pull the stones. I don't think so, Bucky. In Egypt, there wasn't that many trees, and where did you get the fiber to make all those ropes? And the population wasn't big enough to enslave them all. Well, from those type of mysteries, let's turn to another mystery that has always fascinated me, lost treasure. You know, there's little more exciting than the prospect of finding buried treasure. Every time a sunken ship is located or a rotting box of Viking coins discovered, another ancient chapter closes. But there are some treasures that have stayed stubbornly lost to history, and these reach out to adventurous minds. affecting modern treasure hunters with the same questing bug that haunted the pillaging pirates of a bygone age. Well, we're going to talk about a variety of these lost treasures, including a doomed 1715 Spanish treasure fleet that sank off the coast of Florida. I got a couple of coins from that fleet. The Copper Scrolls promise of 160 tons of gold bars and coins and silver scattered throughout 60 locations. King Alaric's tomb, where his body supposedly rests with 25 tons of looted gold, silver, precious stones, ancient artifacts and relics, and... The enormous great bell of damazeti which has been sitting at the bottom of the Yangon River somewhere for the last 400 years. And some of these treasures are even said to be cursed, like the mysterious loot hidden beneath uh, Oak Island. According to legend, seven men have to die in their search for the treasure before the curse can be lifted and the well-protected uh, riches can be uncovered. To date, only six have died, I might point out. Treasure hunting is clearly not for the faint of heart. Great as the rewards are, the risk can be greater. Well, I've got my first metal detector when I was uh, in South America, I think. Maybe I had one before that. But as long as I've been able to get one, I've followed it around. And I've done respectably. Um, not enough to retire on, but still, enough to make it worthwhile. Let's talk about the Dead Sea's Copper Scroll. Said to be a GPS to ancient treasure from the time of Christ. Well, the Dead Sea Scrolls was a remarkable collection of about 900 first-century manuscripts discovered in 11 caves in Qamran in the Judean desert. It included a distinctive copper scroll, among the, this extraordinary cache of uh, documents, discovered by archaeologists in 1952 and on display at the Jordanian Museum in Amman, this particular document is noteworthy for a few reasons. First of all, in contrast to the leather and papyrus materials used for the other Dead Sea scrolls, the copper scroll was written on a unique medium made of copper alloyed with about one uh, percent of tin. And unlike the others, it contained an actual treasure map within its text, categorizing 64 different caches of valuable items, including a total amount of gold and silver measured in tons, spread across 57 locations throughout the Holy Land. That's uh, confirmed by the Messianic Bible Project. Copper scroll script, style, author, language, and genre diverged significantly from the other scrolls, according to the online archaeological publication Ancient Origins, suggesting it was likely deposited in the cave at a different time from the rest of the ancient text. Dating shows it likely was stored there sometime between 25 and 100 A.D., while extensive uh, treasure hunts have been conducted in search of the Copper Scroll's uh, riches. None have yet led to any exciting results, that at least that has been reported. That means more than three, uh, $83 billion in riches. I'm sorry, $3 billion of riches could possibly be sitting undiscovered somewhere in the Middle East. According to a tally by the online scientific publication, Interesting Engineering, just waiting for a real-life Indiana Jones to make that historic find. Well, on that note, we can to the end of today's show. And since it is Friday, we will be back on Monday. And once again, we'll be talking about the strange and the unusual. Until then, this is Ken Hudnell for the Ken Hudnell Show, saying have a truly great weekend.